Hello and welcome to my first episode, Keeping It Real with Al. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. And I have my lovely wife here, Myra. Could you say hello, Myra? Hello, everybody. And I have my daughter, Rebecca. Rebecca, can you say hello to the folks, please? Hello, folks. We're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. And what I mean by something new, I have the meaning here, not existed before. You know what? I kind of like that. Not existed before, something new. Made, introduced, or discovered recently, or now, or for the first time. I really like that definition. And when we think about the word resolution, what do we think about? It is a firm decision to do or not to do something, like we're saying with that resolution. You put away the old thing, and <laughs> you take on the new thing. I like taking on the new thing. I don't know about you, because sometimes we battle in our struggles with the old things in our lives. And I'm going to be asking Myra, you know, to define the lack of accountability, because I think accountability is what's missing in today's society and the world today, the accountability. I think it really, 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 it's missing. You know, when we deal with accountability issues and not just America, but all over the world when people are not accountable, I know I was accountable too. You know, if you have coaches, if you have, you know, parents, if you grew up with parents or just going to school, that was an accountability or a job. You'd be accountable to your boss. You show up every day, you give an account. You know what I mean? And, you know, some of us, I, I really think that's missing in our world today in society. The lack of accountability. Myra, how do you de define the lack of accountability? Uh, well, accountability means that it is the acceptance or responsibility for one's own actions. It implies a willingness to be transparent, allowing others to observe and evaluate your progress. Oh, wow. Very good. And, you know, when you're talking about uh, progress, you know, can resolutions be defined as a progress or something that we're, you know, striving towards, you know, and, and, you know, I always, you know, when I got into the resolution thing many years ago, I thought about, um, you know, my weight loss. I used to have a big problem with my weight, you know, not all my life. You know, when you get older, you start to tack on the pounds and then sometimes you start eating things and things you don't really supposed to be eating that cause you to gain weight, like the pasta <laughs> and the bread, you know, those things that tack on the weight to you. So when you talk about, you know, accountability, could it be like a, a mentor, a coach, or someone in that nature to encourage you to, you know, put you to that next step where you're, you're achieving and, and, and you're feeling good about that resolution? Yes. Um, there's a study that's been made that people who write a goal or identify a way to be accountable for it are twice as likely to achieve that goal than someone who thinks about it or, or writes it down. Um, so I feel like if you can find someone that will encourage you <coughs> and, you know, will keep you on track of your, your whatever your goal is, whatever your resolution is, you'll be... Um, you know, twice as much um, effective in it, and you'll be able to achieve your goals. Very good. And I like that 
that point where you're talking about that accountability, that that tracking. That's one of the things we're going to be talking about, reviewing tracking too. Because I I kind of feel when you're left alone up to your old devices because our minds are so negative in life, you know, you, you're kind of like, you know, when you're down on yourself and when you don't feel like going to the gym and you don't feel like eating that diet or you go through something. My thing was when I went through something back in the day, my first thing was, let me get some Burger King or something. Let me stuff my face because, you know, those comfort foods really, really, really get a hold of your life because you'll say, oh, oh, I said, no, that's not good enough. Let me run over to McDonald's and get that apple pie. You know how we do when we get frustrated and discouraged and downtrodden on ourselves, but... If you have that mentor or that coach, someone to motivate you, so when you're feeling down, you can t- actually talk to them and say, look, this is the way I'm feeling. I'm not really feeling the gym. I'm not really feeling the diet today. You know, I just want to stuff my face with that comfort food. So, Myra, what do you have to say about that, you know, stuffing your face and being downtrodden and, that, and not having that sense of a lack of accountability? Um, well, you know, goal accountability is, you know, also you being responsible not only to set that goal, but to find someone, you know, that you can be accountable to um, that would encourage you and lift you up when you're down, when you you feel discouraged, when you're giving up hope because it seems like it's too hard. Um, You know, some of the things that you might be able to do is you can, you know, tell a friend a co-worker, a manager, join an, an accountability group. You can even use your own phone technology. Um, they have tracking um, programs there that you can keep up with your goals and see how your progress is going every week. Oh, very good. So, Rebecca, I'm going to ask you this. No tracking and review. You know, she was talking, Myra was talking about tracking, right? How can some ways, you know, we're trying to get to that next level and get that resolution, you know, secured in our lives where we're having confidence with? Because from what I see, a lot of people don't fulfill their resolution at all. Sometimes I'm hearing they quit in the next 30 days, 20 days, whatever the case may be. Some people have a problem. But what are some ways we can better ourselves by making sure our resolution sticks for that year. Tracking is one of the things that are essential to making New Year's resolutions last. Um, if you're trying to focus on weight loss, there are different apps that you're able to use to help you track your weekly goals. Uh, My Fitness Pal is one of the biggest ones that a lot of people use. It helps you track your calories, your exercise, and it helps you to set parameters for weekly goals, monthly goals, and even yearly goals. Um, So that's one of the things that could help you not only change what you're used to, but it also helps you to change it into something that can become a lifetime goal. Ah, very good. I like that because I kind of find that like, that's like a, um, like kind of like an accountability, but like in, in um, an absence or 
uh, a paper sensor. I remember when I was tracking my progress back in the day, you know what I had? I had a notebook, <laughs> and I was running back then. I was running seven miles a day. I actually started running, I don't know, not even a block, a half a block, and I had gained a, a significant amount of weight, and I wanted to lose weight, and I was like, there's got to be a way for me to track everything. So I got this notebook. I brought myself a notebook. And then I started, you know, the days I would run, how long I would run, how long it would take me. Then I got myself a stopwatch. So I started tracking my progress. And then I, I remember I got up to like seven miles. But not only did I track that, I started monitoring my food, my food prep. I would prep my food. I would leave certain things and certain things I wouldn't eat. So I started really doing these things. Would that be considered... Um, um, planning, you know, because sometimes I see a lack of planning in people's lives. It makes it, you know, when you don't plan something, you just do it on the When you ever meet people like that, let's just do this now. I can't deal with that. Sometimes things are good, what they call the spontaneity, you just go out and you do it. But and other times, a lack of planning could hurt us. Tell us how a lack of planning could hurt us when we don't plan to achieve that resolution in our lives. Planning is also an important factor in New Year's resolutions because if you're trying to lose weight, for example, they say when you're trying to lose weight or just in general that you should never go into the grocery store hungry because you always pick up junk food and you can't wait to get into the car to eat it. Especially if you're working a lot and you have a busy schedule, they say that the best way to stay on top of health goals is to meal prep to buy healthy foods and cook one day a week for the entire week lunches and dinners to help you to go to the fridge and take out your meal that you prepared rather than going through a drive through So it's just steps and planning that help you to fulfill your goal that you started so that way it stays successful. That's very good because I'm telling you, all around us in life, if you're dealing with your weight, it's all uh, fast food places. You see McDonald's on one side and Burger King on the other. You know, and it's just, it's, it's terrible because those commercials, Applebee's, all these things suck our lives in. And if we're trying to lose weight or trying to keep ourselves healthy, we have to watch out for those type of things in our lives, you know, that those commercials and those things that tempt our lives out there. You know, a lack of planning, you know, if we don't plan it, like Rebecca was saying, there is going to be real issues in our lives. And Rebecca, I want to ask you this one. You know, the New Year's uh, stats, what, do you have any stats versus New Year's? Like, you know, how many people achieve their, their resolutions and how many people give up during a time of resolutions? Because I know I have in my life. You get to a certain point and you think you can't do it. But like we were talking before, it's good having that coach or that mentor. You know, do you have anything to say about the statistics? You know, why do people give up so easy? Why do people quit so easy when it comes to the resolutions? Resolutions? Well, after researching, it shows that after one week, 75% of people are still successful in keeping their resolutions. After two weeks, the number drops to 71%. After one month, the number drops to 64%. And after six months, 46% of people who made a resolution are still successful. Wow, that's pretty good. 
So have you ever made any New Year's resolutions for yourself, you know, far as, you know, achieving that, that, that year's resolutions? I really think resolutions should be broken up in year's time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, stop doing things because, you know, sometimes you just can't stop doing things in 12 months. Sometimes it takes people a lifetime. Sometimes it takes people to get special help. To, to stop doing certain things like, you know, like alcoholism or smoking or whatever people are trying to get rid of eating. Some people go to eat, eat was it eating anonymous. You know, it's a lot of things out there, you know, in our lives that come in our lives that I think it takes a period of time for us to get rid of. We just can't do it in 12 months. What do you think? I agree. I think that some resolutions are things that are broken up into it could be weeks, it could be months. Or it can even be a number of years. I think that's why the failure rates of things also are very high because it's impractical goals that people are setting in time frames that are unrealistic. So if you set a goal for something like lose 20 pounds in a month, that may not be a realistic goal. And then that's why people say this isn't working and they just stop, they quit, and then they just go back to old habits that are unhealthy rather than saying, you know what, I'm going to try to lose one pound this month and see what happens and keep their goal. So that way, at the end of the month, if they lost even three pounds, that's a victory for them. And then they'll keep the same motivation and keep the same, you know, do keep continue doing the same things that they've been doing to get to that three pound weight loss. Very good. Now, Myra, what do you say about that? Like, Rebecca was talking about unrealistic goals, you know. You know, have you ever, like, uh, like did had a resolution goal in your life? You said, I want to do this, and, and it didn't work for you. What, what do you have to say about setting realistic goals in, in one's life? What do you have to say about that, a realistic goal? Yes, sometimes we, like Rebecca was saying, you know, you make a goal, you're going you're gonna to do this and that. Uh, in a week's time, let's say for for me, it's the exercising. You know, I, I would like to exercise at least five days a week. But with the schedule, my schedule, you know, my work schedule, and I'm well involved in church and uh, all the things in our family, I really don't have that time to go to the gym five days a week. So I'm trying to set a goal where I can, even if I just go twice a week, to start with until I get into the habit of it, you know. But, you know, a lot of times uh, I get off from work, I'm tired, you know, and I just, I don't, I don't go to the gym. I just come home. Very good. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to Keeping It Real with Al. Until next time, take care. Yeah.